You're listening to the Egypt Pentecostal Broadcast. We pray that something is said in song or message uh, that is a blessing to you. Our church times are 6 o'clock Sunday evening and 7 o'clock Wednesday night. Our motto is, if you're looking for a church, we're looking for you. May God bless you. Yeah. 
would take forever, so I'll just simply say, what a Savior, what a Master, do you know him today? Just to set me free. Oh, 
familiar scripture. I ain't going to hold you very long if I can help from doing that. Amen. With the help of the Lord. If you got your Bibles, I'll, I'll try to get through this. Matthew chapter 14 verse number let's go to verse number 27. Very familiar scriptures. Matthew chapter 14 verse number 27. You know how our preachers are sometimes when we say, Lord, give us something new, something fresh, something that they don't hear all the time. That was me. That was me. But the Lord said, you go back right here. Amen. So this is where we're going to tie at. Matthew chapter 14, if you're able, would you stand for the reading of God's Word, if it's all right? Matthew chapter 14. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost in His house. Hey, listen, if you feel like running, if you feel like shouting while I'm preaching, that's a, you ain't going to get me distracted, not one little bit. Is it all right? If you feel like coming to the altar praying while I'm preaching, that'd be all right. That won't get me distracted, not one little If you feel like raising your hands, that'd be all right, too. If you feel like just crying, that'd be all right. Don't matter to me whatever God wants you to do. Is it all right? Matthew chapter number 14, verse number 27. The Bible said, Straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, and be not afraid. And Peter answered him, and, uh, and Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me, amen, come unto thee on the water. Amen. The Bible said, and he said, Come. And uh, when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But the Bible said, verse number 30, but amen, he, he said, but, uh, but when Jesus, but, but when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. Amen. Beginning to sink, he cried and sang, Lord, save me. Amen. And the Bible said, verse number 31, and immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand, amen, and caught him and said unto him, O thou uh, of little faith, wherefore didst thou? Now, begin to think about these scriptures just a little while. 
Oh, bury for me your scriptures, not something maybe that, maybe, maybe not anything new, but scriptures that we've heard, amen, preached on, talked about over and over and over again, amen. But I, I, I begin to think about them scriptures that the Lord had given us, and, amen, and, and, and I begin to think about Peter out there on the water, and, amen, they was out there on the ship, and the way, and the wind was boisterous, and the wind was blowing, and all the sea was, was, was tossing, and it was turning, and, amen, and, and they, they were in a mess, no way out it looked like to them, Amen. But Jesus had already they had already seen Jesus and he had already went away to pray. But amen, they didn't know he was nowhere to be found. But all oh, the Bible said in the fourth watch of the night they began to look out. Amen. And they saw something on the on the water walking. Oh, you ever felt like you've been in a storm before? It felt like you was all alone. Oh, but right in the middle of nowhere come Jesus. Is that all right? Begin to talk to them, and they, and they begin to look out there, and fear begin to come upon them, and they begin to say, "It's a spirit." I mean, begin to cry, wondering who it was. And Jesus began to speak to them, and He said, "It's I. Be not afraid." Amen. You know the story how Peter said, "Lord, if that be you, you bid me to come up, come unto you." Amen. And we know that Peter got out of the boat, and they went walking across the water. Amen. And he got almost to Jesus. Amen. Almost to where he needed to be. Oh, Johnny, and somewhere along the way, he. Be, Begin to take his eyes off the master, he began to sink. Amen. But do you know what Jesus Jesus done? Amen. He began to reach out his hand after Peter said, Lord, save me. He reached out his hand and he picked him up. Is it all right? Oh, just for a minute, just for a very few minutes, if I could. Amen. I'd like to preach to you just a few minutes and just an arm's way from the master. Amen. That's as close as we need to be. Just one arm's reach. Amen. Sometimes we get within an arm's reach of our blessing. Amen. And we start to look at the storm. Amen. We get within an arm's reach of the healing and we quit praying. Amen. We get within an arm's reach of victory and we let fear overtake us. Oh, can I tell you, we almost there. Don't quit yet. Peter said, here I am, I'm walking on the wind, walking on, on the water. The, uh, uh, Peter stepped out on what was scaring him. He said, all right. I mean, oh, sometimes you've got to walk on your fears. I mean, when the wind begins to blow, sometimes you've got to be willing to step out of the boat. Don't matter what it looks like around you. You've got to have enough faith that God's going to bring you through and step out of the boat. Is it all right? We talk about a whole lot about Peter failing and sinking in the water. Taking his eyes off Jesus. But sometimes we forget to remember that there were other folks in the boat was watching Peter step out and walk on the water. Is that all right? So sometimes maybe the enemy may look at you and say, you failed this time and you failed that time and you failed that time and you failed that time. But you tell the enemy you got out of the boat. Is that all right? I mean, I feel the Holy Ghost. I really do. Holy, 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 holy. Oh, can I tell you, it may be time that you don't know you're going to make it. Oh, but press on. you just about an arm's reach from the master. Sometimes when trouble comes and, hey man, and we get fear and we pray and we pray and we pray and, oh, you see, my dad's been sick and in the hospital on and off for about, a, I don't know, about a week now. Is that right, Amanda? Somewhere in that area. Amen. And, 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 and they first told us, didn't know what was going to happen with him, didn't know what was going on with him. And, and I'll be honest, I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and the devil said, you wasted your time this time. Amen. But I knew somewhere along the way, amen, that somebody got a hold of the master. You see, I wasn't the only one calling on the Lord. Oh, but I knew I had to be within an arm's reach of my victory. 
You see, sometimes it's when we get fear. And the battles are raging and the storms is brewing. Amen. And the doctors already give up and everybody around you is looking defeated. Amen. It's real easy to quit at that time. But that's when you got to tell yourself, hey, I know I'm almost there. I know I haven't got there yet, but I know my victory is just over the next hill. Maybe it's through the next valley, but I know that my help is on the way. I know if I hold on, if I press on, that my help will deliver me. Within an arm's reach. Sometimes, man, that arm's reach looks like it's a long way. When you're the one suffering, when you're the one going through the valley, when you're the one feeling the pain and agony, man, it looks like it's a long way off. When the winds are blowing and you're out there on the middle of the sea, let's look at it like that way. And you're being tossed to and fro and it looks like all you can see is darkness and death around you. Amen. Somewhere along the way, amen, there's still a master that's somewhere close by you. If you just raise your hands up, I can't help but believe, he'll begin to reach you, reach down and he'll pick you up out of the miry clay and set you on a solid foundation. Arms reach away. Looks like forever. But if you only knew, if I only knew, if we only knew, if we really only knew how many times. Brother Gary, if we only knew how many times we had prayed and we had tired about a situation and we had seek the face of the Lord somewhere along the way. We had spent quality time and we had prayed and we had fasted and we had seek the face of God for, for, for whatever we needed from Him. And Brother Brown, right before we got it, somewhere along, something came our way, and we got distracted, and we turned our back, and we forgot about what we was praying. You know what happened? We was within an arm's reach of our healing, within an arm's reach of an answer, within an arm's reach of our deliverance, within an arm's reach of victory. Oh, how many knows you ever been there before? Felt like, man, I can almost taste it, but I ain't got it yet. Listen, that woman that had the issue of blood, she come and she began to press through the crowd. She had already done all she knew to do, but she had to reach and touch him. She got to the point that all she was willing to do, all she was, could do was, was touch the hem of his garment. She began to press through her doubt. She began to press through her fear. She began to press through her unbelief. And she said, if I can but touch Jesus, and then if I can only but just touch Jesus, if I can get to where he's at, I know that I know that I know I'd be made whole. If I can only just get to him, I know I'd be made whole. And she pressed on. I'd imagine when she first got there, when she first started pressing, it looked like an impossibility. Man, I don't know what you're going through, but I feel like the Holy Ghost is here to help you. I don't know. I don't even know who you are, but God does. I'd imagine when that woman first started going that way, it looked like that it was going to be an impossibility to get to where Jesus was. But she began to press through that crowd. She pushed through. It looked like it was impossible for her to get through there. And she kept on pushing and she kept on praying. Man, I, I know I'm supposed to stay up there, but I didn't feel like walking. Is that all right? 
She began to journey. She began to walk. She began to press on. She began to, man, I feel the Holy Ghost. Amen. She began to pray on. Amen. She began to know where her victory lied at. Amen. She'd already made up her mind, man, I ain't going to quit. Amen. Until I touch the master. I'm going to pray on. I'm going to endure on. Oh, my sister, I'm going to pray on until I get a touch from Jesus. Amen. When I get to him, I know I'm going to get the victory. Amen. How many knows you just an arm's reach away from your victory? We took my dad to the U.K., and he stayed up there two days. And he was in so much pain, and his body was shaking and trembling, and tears rolling down his face. Dad's a very strong individual. Hardly ever says anything about having pain, but, man, that day right there, he was miserable. I never seen anybody hurt like that. You know how the devil does? I got you. I got you now. And we prayed on, and we prayed on, and we began to talk to him. I know there's a lot of folk in this building right here, a whole lot that's been praying for him, and I'm greatly appreciate it. We begin to pray on. A lot of folk begin to pray on. Brought him back out of the U.K., and we didn't know much more than what we did before we went. Now it's been almost a week later, and they told us he's got what's it called, Amanda? A Gillian Barre syndrome. Of course, I didn't know what that was. That was way above my education. So I done what any of you guys would do. Probably I got the Google up and I started checking the matters out. And it didn't look good. So then I closed the Google back up and I went back and got off the Facebook and I went to the good book and I began to read about how to receive the healing. About how to, how to get the healing. About where the deliverance was. Amen. I begin to read about Amen. Them that was blind, they begin to see. Amen. I begin to read about them. Amen. That was broken and he began to put together again. You know what? They were only an arm's reach away from their healing. But Jesus come by and he made a change in them. Begin to read about all it took was, amen, for two or three would come together in the midst. He would be there. Amen. And he said, if you come again, I'll come together asking and believing if only any one thing. You ask believing, amen, it'll be done. Can I tell you, I begin to read these scriptures. And somewhere along the way, faith began to bubble. How many know the Bible said that faith cometh by hearing, by hearing the word of God? Oh, Mama, I wasn't real smart, but I knew this much. I knew if my faith was going to mature, that I could see a miracle take place. Amen. I had to get, oh, God, I had to get in the Word and build my faith, Brian. Amen. But God said he would move. Holy. I begin to read about that disease and that sickness. It was contracted from the flu is where it come from. I began to read about it, and they said, oh, it can cripple his body from, from, his, from, from his head down. And I know an individual that, I mean, all she could move with the dry balls. And, man, every time I talked to somebody, that's what they would tell me. Oh, this one individual told me that somebody had it. They got rid of it. Six months later, it come, and they were gone. It took them out of this life. And I began to think, wow. Man, I got to have more faith than I got right now. Hey, man, I got to believe stronger than I do right now. How many knows the devil wants to try to convince you you're never going to make it when you're an arm's reach of your victory? (laughs) 
Listen, it don't matter what it looks like around you. You almost there. Brian come preach to our homecoming. Man, he done it absolutely. I said to him, I thought, wow, if I ever grow up, I won't be just like him. I mean, he preached the house down. But do you know what he preached on? I didn't forget. He said, you protect your pea patch. I got home and I started thinking about that. I thought, man, he's a guy in the Bible that had a vineyard that somebody else wanted. He wanted to protect it. And I started praying and that message come back to my mind. You protect your pea patch. And I stealed away in prayer one night about 2 o'clock one morning. Dad was laid over there and heavenly medicated and there he was asleep finally after he had been up for about three days and nights and Brian, I can hear Brian Thomas say, you protect your pea patch. Oh, can I tell you about 2 o'clock that morning the Holy Ghost started to bubble up in me. And I begin to speak with authority and I begin to speak with power. I said, that's my dad that God gave me. He belongs to me and God. You take your hands off of him. Can I tell you what happens when you begin to speak to the enemy? He'll start to listen to you. Oh, but you know what makes things change is when you go with him and you know that you know that you know that you've got authority in what you're praying. Not by yourself. David didn't go before Goliath in his own abilities, but he went with somebody greater than that. Is it all right? Brian, I started to protect my pea patch. Next morning, I begin to call every preacher, every church, every pastor that I know to call. And they'd already been praying. I said, you pray on. This evening before I come to church, they told me that he had less pain today than he had. Dad's barely been able to get up and walk from here to that door. Every time he started to get up, his legs would buckle. Oh, you see, this is something new. He had never been through it, but Dad's a real strong man. But today, amen, he got up out of that hospital bed, and he made a loop, amen, around that building. Not around the building, but on the inside of that hallway. Amen, he, he, he got up, and he started to walk. Amen, he started to make the first lap. And you know what he said? He said, Jerome, I really didn't want to go. Amen, but he said, I had to get up from where I was at. Amen, can I tell you, you're just an arm's reach away. Amen, don't you quit. Don't you give up. Oh, you're just an arm's reach away of what God's got in store for you. Dad made him one lap around that building to come back and got his belly full. He went to sleep and slept for a few hours. A little while later, he got up and made another lap. You know why? Because of you and your prayers and me and my prayers and him and his prayers and the churches up the road, and the churches down the road, and them in, 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 in Tennessee, and them in Ohio, and them in Alabama, and them in Indiana. Oh, can I tell you, you know what the most reason is? Because somewhere there's somebody got within an arm's reach of Jesus, and God began to move on him. That woman pressed through the crowd, and after a while, she touched the hem of his garment. Jesus began to say, who touched me? Who touched me? She got that close. He began to say, who, who touched me? <laughs> holy, holy. Uh, he said, I felt the virtue leave my body. Who touched me? 
And they begin to think, man, all these people everywhere around you. And you begin to say, who touched? He knew that somebody had touched him. That something had happened in his body. Somebody had got within an arm's reach of their blessing. Somebody got within an arm's reach. And it was that little lady. And when you read those scriptures, you find out in the beginning, you, she's called the little lady, little woman that had the issue of blood. Remember, what I thought was pretty awesome when you read a few more scriptures over, you find out that she's called the woman. A few more scriptures, you find out that he calls her daughter. Oh, I can't help but believe that he done more than just touch her. Amen. That she done more than just reach him. But I can't help but believe he done a miracle in her. How many of you ever felt like you've been that close? Maybe there's somebody, and I don't know you hard. I don't know what you're going through. Maybe there's somebody here, man, that's been sick and you've been praying for the Holy Ghost. And you've been tiring and day after day, service after service after service, and day after day after day. And you go home and you say, man, I just don't know if I'm ever going to get it. But you know how close you are to receiving that. About an arm's reach away. About an arm's reach. You know how long that arm is? Mine ain't very long. That means you got to be pretty close. What must I do? Turn on, pray on, reach out one more time. Don't you quit till you get it. Hold on, but you pray on. You endure to the end. Pray on till you get it. Maybe you do. I don't know. Sometimes I 